separates us. <laughs> it's one thing about, about us. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to One Thing About Us. This is episode seven. Oh my god, lucky number seven. Yeah, that's crazy. It's a seven episode. Yeah, Ooh. we said if we get to ten episodes, we get a reward. Yeah, a reward for you. <laughs> <laughs> Which is nice ass recording equipment. Yeah, that we're gonna have to spend money on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, again, a reward for you, listeners, for your ears. Although I think we sound okay. I know, me too. Maybe we won't do it. <laughs> no, we kidding. will. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm just kidding. Uh, good. How up? are you? Hi. <laughs> Both of us. What's up? Yeah. Uh, honestly, I'm good. Yeah, you're chilling. I'm chilling. I'm having a good time. I'm having a good life. I have officially. Broken the little treat drink addiction. Yeah, which is crazy to me. Yeah, it's actually crazy. I now, for anyone listening, and you're like, what are you talking about? We've talked greatly in depth about the addiction to going to get a little treat and like specifically a coffee for me. And I, in the past, would go get a coffee every single day in LA, which is like $8 yeah. plus driving to do it. So I haven't been doing it at all. Mm-hmm. But now, Kika and I were talking about this earlier. It puts so much emphasis on, if I do decide I'm going to do it today, if the drink sucks, oh yeah, my whole day is ruined. A lot of pressure on the drink. It really is. And for some reason, it doesn't matter where you go. It doesn't, you go to Starbucks, mm-hmm. you go to Alfred's if you live in LA, Phil's if you go to in LA, or any other hole-in-the-wall coffee shop. It does not matter. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be consistent. No. I'm always like, do you guys pour with measurements? They don't. It's, they're just, there's just no way they don't because they taste so different every they're time. They're just baristing from the heart. <laughs> they really and are. I wish they wouldn't. Their heart they really is are. not always telling the truth. Yeah. So the other day I went and I went to Phil's and I was like, I'm going to get a large cold brew today because I just deserved it and I wanted it. And it was literally the best cold brew I've ever had in my entire life. So crazy. It was so Literally good. today I got an email from Alfred that the lavender latte was back. I ran to the door. <laughs> And down to my car because I love a lavender latte. And they do it with matcha because I can't really drink espresso without going crazy. Crazy. Um, and I picked up the latte and I picked up Katie and mm-hmm. I took a sip of my matcha latte and I said, this is the best matcha latte I've ever consumed in my life. Mm-hmm. It was fantastic. Yeah. Oh, it was like ice cream. That's what it tasted like. It was just so good. Yeah. And I now will put that a level of pressure on every single drink I ever have, which is devastating. It's awful. Uh, but congrats on breaking the addiction. Thank you. I feel like I'm in a similar place, but sometimes it calls. How is... You said that you were going to stop ordering food. Oh, yeah. Have you stopped? Mm-hmm. Nice. The only time I ordered food... The only time I've ordered food this year was at your house. Yeah. With mm-hmm. Lily. Yeah. yeah, I don't do it. And I... Less than, like, showing incredible self-restraint. It's just if I really think about it, I'm like, this isn't going to be good. I really don't so like the true. quality of delivered food really at all. It's really And also nice. waiting. Like... With cooking, like, I'm waiting, but I'm involved in the process, you yeah. know? Like, I'm distracted because I'm making it. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, how are you? Fine. Um, work is fine. Um, I'm sure this is really engaging for all of our listeners. <laughs> 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 like, I'm so glad I'm listening to episode seven. Yeah, I've been um, weightlifting a lot. Ooh, that's yeah. cool. I love it, and I am bad at it. <laughs> Bad, bad. I think, I can't remember if I said it on the pot or just to you, but I used to bench like 150 mm-hmm. or like 200, which apparently is not that impressive, but it felt impressive to me. Now, like I put like a 30 on the rack and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. I know. I, and the other great thing with weightlifting is that your strength goes up really fast. Like every week you're adding more weight on relatively yeah. easily, you know? Yeah. And I need to see that progress constantly to or exercise. I will be sad. Yeah. Yeah. That's fun. Mm-hmm. I also did a like a YouTube like dance workout yesterday. Let's I was go. So embarrassed, but it was really fun. That's really fun. It was really fun, and I had my blinds open, and I was like, everyone's watching me <laughs> drop it. I um, did a Pilates YouTube video last week. Oh, yeah. it freaked me up. Did I tell you I did Pilates a couple days ago? Uh uh-uh. uh I, I so my friend Brianna is doing like a fifteen minute Pilates video every day, and she sent me the link, and I was like, great. So to pull it up on the TV. I like typed in 15 minute gentle Pilates or whatever. I don't know how, but I somehow selected the 35 minute one <laughs> and 20 minutes. And I was like, this seems really long. <laughs> I was dying. It's, it's hard. hard. It's yeah. really hard. It's really hard. I'm not kidding. I'm still sore. 
Yeah, I don't like, like it. Like a week later. And I think that's why my hip was so bad. Probably. Y'all, I haven't been, like, I've been limping around because my hip is so messed up. <laughs> and I think the Pilates video did me in. <laughs> sorry for laughing at your limping hip. It's really bad. I'm sorry. It's really bad. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. <laughs> Uh, this week, we're doing a Q&A episode. Yeah, we asked for some questions from our buddies. Um, yeah. And we have a few. And our followers. Yeah, 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 yeah. I also have just some questions for you. They're quick ones. Me too. Okay. You want to go first? No. Okay, I'll go first. What's your gas station order? Like on a road trip, popping in the gas station. What are you getting to sustain you for the rest of the drive? <sighs> don't say nothing or I'm going to be sad because this is a fun question. It is a fun question. I'm upset I don't have a fun answer. <sighs> I really hate gas stations. It's, it's What's yours? A, What's yours? I will always get like an Arizona tea, usually like the raspberry tea, sometimes the honey green tea. Oh, you're going to hate my answer. Why? Is it like a Red Bull? It's a kombucha. No, I love it. I love a kombucha. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to be like, that's not gas station stuff. <laughs> well, can you get it at a gas station? Not all of them. Well, but most of the time. Sometimes. Okay, well, then that's allowed. Yeah. It just has to be a thing that you like. I'm never going to yuck your yum. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, got a, I will get an Arizona tea, and then I get. Oh, this is maybe the trashiest thing about me. Oh. I love Funyuns. <laughs> Funyuns are good. They're so good. Funyuns are really good. Funyuns are very, very good. I try not to get them or any chip because it just messes up my tum. Yeah. And I feel like tummies are especially tender on a road trip. Yeah, tummies are, you gotta keep them safe. Here's yeah. the thing I would much rather just go through a drive through than stop at a gas station. Oh, but it, it's, it's a different purpose. It's snacky. Yeah, I guess. I just, I'm, I'm not a big snacker. Oh, yeah. I, th- I think I really only snack because, I mean, you probably know, I like don't keep snacks in my house. Yeah. Because I can't, th- I'm not anti snack. I just can't think of what to get. And so I don't get, I, if I wanna eat, I cook a full meal every yeah. time. But, um, on road trips, I snack a lot because what else are you going to do? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So definitely Funyuns and then, um, you know, combos? Yeah. Ew. Oh, <laughs> that's the good stuff. Oh, okay. And also the grandma cookies. <gasps> the oatmeal raisin grandma cookies. <laughs> okay. I clearly am excited about gas stations. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I was in one. The only time I go into a gas station is if I feel like I'm going to die. And when I feel that way, the only thing that will fix me is a lemon lime Gatorade. Interesting. And that can be easily procured at a gas station. That's true. Mm -hmm. That's true. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so if I'm like not trying to screw over my tummy, I'll get like a kombucha. Mm -hmm. And basically that's it. You're like a kombucha loyalist. I am. You put me on actually. It literally makes me feel so much better. That's crazy. It's crazy. Um, And I can like instantly feel it. Anyway. Um, But if I'm not, if I'm doing a soda, I'm always going to do a fountain Dr. Pepper. We are so different. Always going to do a fountain Dr. Pepper. Uh And... Uh, if I'm doing like snacky chips, if uh-huh. they have the honey barbecue lays, we couldn't be more different. These are the things that I'm getting. Wow. If I'm not doing a soda and I'm not doing chips, then I will get just like, um, if they have like a sparkling water, mm-hmm. I'll do that of whatever variation they have it and, um, gummy bears. Gummy bears. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, recently. I, my mouth just physically watered thinking <laughs> April, my friend got me around like Halloween. She got me these sour vampire bats. My mouth is watering so much it's hard for me to talk. These vampire bats were so good. Really? That I went on like a sour gummy candy bender. Oh. I could not stop getting it. And they don't, literally my mouth is filling with saliva. Oh. I could not stop getting it. I bought as many of the vampire bat bags as I could. I think I still have one <laughs> in the pantry. And from then on, like at airports, I was getting like the sour snakes. Wow. Oh, it was crazy. That's probably the reason I had to do all the dental work. I'm not a big candy eater, but yeah. I went crazy for the gummies. <laughs> See, that's the problem is like I really, whether it's the chips or the gummies or whatever else, it just, or even honestly too much like soda, mm-hmm. it just makes my teeth and my stomach hurt so bad. Yeah, my stomach hates it. It just like, I, that's why I'm like, I'm doing a kombucha. Like, it's gonna, I'm gonna feel good. Or a bottle of water. I like, mean, road trip tummy is a real affliction. But what's up with this? I could go to McDonald's. Yeah, that's the thing. And get like fries. Well, what's your fine. what's your ideal drive through order? Where are you going and what are you getting? Well, ideally, we're going to Chick Fil A. Uh, I'm still gonna feel awful afterwards, mm-hmm. but it tastes so good. Mm. And I would just do um, a sandwich and fries. Yeah, 
Nothing crazy. Mm-hmm. And then that, basically the same thing everywhere, like some sort of chicken and fries wherever we go. I will go to Cane's if I can. That is my number one Cane's chicken. Good. That sounds good. Are Chicken's we going to Cane's good. after yeah, this? Yeah, let's ah, go to Cane's. Oh, that sounds so good. I know. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. Um, yeah, okay, I was just curious about your gas station order. That was like a meme for a minute. Like, what are you getting at the gas I station? I remember that, yeah. So... That was my question for you. Do you have a question for me? Yeah. Do you ever regret any of your tattoos? Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. The older they are, the more I regret them is almost the trend. Like the first one I got says tender thoughts. It's incredibly em- embarrassing. <laughs> it's from a Shel Silverstein illustration. I wanted the illustration itself, but every artist I went to was like, that is not possible. So I was like, guess I'll render the name into a tattoo. Um, it's stupid. I don't care about Shel Silverstein. I'm sorry. I never did. Um, and it is in like a super prominent place on my arm. A lot of the letters have bled together over the years, which is just from getting older. Um, I got it the day I turned 18. Um, this is crazy. Oh, so excited. Let me see it. Here you go. Sometimes it looks good though. Oh, thanks. Sometimes I write chicken above the tender, so it says. Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Chicken tender thoughts. When you're thinking about chicken tender Us before we go to Cane's. Us right now. Um, yeah. The rest of them I actually, I quite enjoy. I've never gotten a tattoo super on a whim. I tend to think about them for a little bit. Okay. Which I think helps. Um, my least favorite is my ghost tattoo, which, I mean, for anyone that hasn't seen it and obviously can't see us right now, it is just a giant ghost <laughs> with little feet. <laughs> On my forearm. It's like as though someone is wearing a ghost costume. That's like the big white sheet. It's so cool. Thank you. Well, what I was going to say was, I mean, the reason I don't like it is because I went in with a certain vision for it to be pretty small. Um, (laughs) And for anyone that you can't see, it's huge. It is my entire forearm. Um, And that was the recommendation they made to me. And they were kind of mean. Oh, I hate that. And I was too young and inexperienced with tattoos to stand up for myself. I hate that. Don't tell me what to do on my body. Exactly. Like, recommendations, advice to anyone getting a tattoo is like, it's true that there are some things, especially if you want a really small tattoo, that you just cannot do and your artist is correct. Yeah. But if you can't reach an agreement... Just don't get the tattoo. Just don't get the tattoo. Go try going somewhere else, and if that doesn't work either, you do just... Do your own research. Yeah. Just find something that you like that is possible. Don't compromise on anything that's going on your body. That is my advice to you. But yeah, I regret that tattoo so much because, like, as soon as the, like, needle lifted from my skin, I was like, dang it. You know what I mean? Like, oh, no. Yeah. But it's the one I get the most compliments on. So yeah. that helps. What about you? Um... My, I don't, I'm not really a regretful person, Mm -hmm. but I mean, there's definitely thing, tattoos that I'd be like, yeah, if I could not have that. Yeah, I think that's how I feel. You know what I mean? It's Mm -hmm. like, obviously, preferably, if I could remove a couple of them, Mm -hmm. I would, Mm -hmm. but like, I don't ever think about it. Yeah. It's very, very rare, which to be fair, you and I are different and I got, I kind of lucked out because the one that I don't like the most uh-huh. is like kind of in a place where I don't see it very often. Mm-hmm. So I don't think about it. Whereas you like yours is in like a spot where you're seeing it a lot Yeah. to where, yeah, like I only have one and I just don't like it. I like the idea of it still. And mm-hmm. I like the reason I got it. It just looks really bad because they did a really terrible job. Right. So like that sucks. But mm-hmm. I mean, and also like the ones that I have on my hands, I'm like, those don't look great, but mm-hmm. who cares? Like, I have a line on my finger, on my right middle finger, because two of my friends in high school and I, we all had these friendship rings. Do you remember when you could like stick a quarter in a machine and turn it, and it would pop out like a little plastic thing that you would pop open? Yeah. So we got some rings from that, um, and we would all wear them, and the joke was like that they were friendship rings, but they were 25 cents, so That's they weren't cute. of quality. So we were like, let's tattoo them on ourselves. We went to one of our friend's houses, and she had just gotten into, like, stick and poke tattooing. We were, like, 16 years old. Yeah. So she was, like, putting a needle in, like, a vat of Uh. India ink. It took – it's literally – it's maybe a one-inch line on my finger. It took, like, two hours. Oh. And it was so painful. That's awful. Like, down to the bone. I hate it. And then it was so bad that no one else got it. (gasps) Oh! I'm the only one with it. Oh. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? Oh, that made me so mad. I know. So I want to do something with it, but – yeah, I don't, like, regret any specific one of my tattoos so much that I'm, like, just kill me. But sometimes I do think that I would like to be a blank slate and start over. Yeah. No I, tattoos. 
Yeah. I mean, there's a few that I'm like, I'm I'll, maybe I'll cover it one day or something. Mm-hmm. But for now, it's just it is what it is. Yeah. I feel like if you're going to get tattoos, you kind of have to have that mindset. That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just go all in. Just go for it. I, I feel that It'll way too. will probably be fine. I forget about so many of my tattoos all the time. Mm-hmm. And then I'll see it and I'll be like, oh. <laughs> yeah. It turns out tattoos are just not that serious. It really isn't. Like, And I literally all the time don't even think about them being there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I think they make my outfits look better. They 100% do. I love that. It's the best accessory. It really is. I'd rather have them than not. Yeah, me too. And it's fun too because we live in a city like LA, so it's like we're wearing tank tops all the time. Yeah, you get so to show them, see them. For people that don't know what we look like, me and Kika both have like, one of our arms has like scattered yeah. sleeve-like tattoos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're... Neither of us have like a shaded in sleeve, but... No, yeah, but we're pretty... We have enough that it's like, oh, they have tattoos. Yeah, well covered. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for that question. Yeah. I have one for you. Okay. Do you have a, a compliment you've received that really stuck with you? Um, in what way? <laughs> um, in any way. Is it like my favorite compliment to receive or is it like one specific one that was like... One specific one that you've received where you were just like, damn, thank you. I think that, um, my biggest one, this is, I feel this way about that, this one. And sorry, I don't know what I'm saying. Um, and I've gotten it a few times, but every time I get it, it like really does like, uh huh, means the world to me because I feel like... I strive to live like this, uh-huh. and it's that I make everyone that I'm with feel really comfortable. Mm, yeah, that's true. You do. And that always makes me feel really good. Good. Because I want people to feel that way when they're yeah. around me. You it's know? like you have an objective and you're achieving it. Exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. So does anything like that, like that I make people feel comfortable, or um, so my best friend's mom growing up used to always tell me that I was just like radiated like joy and like light and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. Who doesn't want to hear that? Wow, that's really nice. I know. Huh. Those are good ones. Yeah. Mm. What about you? I have two. Okay. So the first one, I was at home in Ohio. This was not that long ago, maybe like last year. And I felt so disgusting physically. One thing about me is that I am in a losing battle against my facial hair. Like Mm. (laughs) it's my um, Indian genes and also being a woman with black hair are fighting a battle against me that I cannot win. Um, so I often have like a full mustache (laughs) (laughs) and it's just so painful to remove that it takes me a little too long to do it. Mm. So it was one of those days I had like a full mustache going. My hair was like (laughs) greasy. And when I'm in LA, it's never as bad as she thinks, by the way, that's probably true. I constantly think that I look like, I hate to say this, but that I look like Hitler. (laughs) You don't. (laughs) Okay. Thank you. (laughs) Um, in LA, I usually take care of it because you know, pressure. But in, but in Ohio, I'm like, no one can see me. This is a fake state. <laughs> These aren't real people. Exactly. These are all just like NPCs floating in my world. Um, but I looked gross in my own opinion. I just like felt kind of nasty. And so I was like, I can only remedy the situation by going to Raising Cane's and getting chicken right now. <laughs> so that is what I went to do. <laughs> On the way to Raising Cane's. <laughs> legal name of the establishment. Stop calling it by its legal name. Raisin Canes Incorporated. Oh my god. LLC. Um, Canes, fine. I was on, on my, my way, way to Ronald McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> All rights reserved. <laughs> um, in the car, it feels like there's something in my eye, so I'm like aggressively rubbing my eye, and it's just like not coming out. And I'm like, wow, like do I have like a sty or something? I like pull down the mirror from the visor and I look in it, and it just looks like an alien is trying to find its way out of my eye. What? It was disgusting. It was like literally like a, you could see like the dimension of it. Like a, a I can't think of a not gross word, just a thing on my eye, so veiny what? and bloodshot it, what and red it? on my eyeball. And <laughs> on the ball of my eye. <laughs> And, and it was so, like, angry that I could kind of, this is so gross, I could kind of feel it, like, moving. <gasps> what? Like, because it was just, like, kind of throbbing. And so it felt oh like my God. And so I called it my eye worm. It felt like there was a worm in my eye. Oh, my God. Anyway. 
at this point, I'm so devastated <laughs> about my physical appearance that I'm in the drive-thru going, <laughs> literally just sitting in the drive-thru going, <laughs> <laughs> so sad. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want anyone to see me, so I order my food, and then I open the window to take it, and the girl handing it to me goes, you're really pretty, by the way. <laughs> and I was like, thank you. Oh my God. And the fact is that I did not look pretty. I think she just saw that I was down. <laughs> See, this is the thing about you. You're, okay. I'm, you're going to manipulate the compliment. Katie, I had an eye worm. <laughs> I looked insane. <laughs> she couldn't see it. She absolutely saw the eye worm. <laughs> no, she didn't. It was a driver's side eye worm. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Hey, <laughs> So that's the first one. Okay. That compliment has stuck with me forever because I needed it. Um, the second one, I was in an acapella group in college, and I had... <laughs> I was going to try not to laugh. I was going to try not to laugh. Yes. I was on a, in an acapella group in college, and my sophomore... I think my sophomore year, I had a solo. Let's uh, go. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was a Fiona Apple song. It was Hot Knife by Fiona Apple. I had the solo... Fine. Um, every annual concert or semesterly concert that we had, a group from another school would come and do a guest spot, another acapella group. So it was the MIT men's acapella group that had okay. come. The next year, I went to, or I obviously was in that concert, and the same group came um, and did like the guest spot. And then we would always have an after party after. Um, Wow, imagine that, a party, an after party after. Yeah. <laughs> and um, at the second year's concert, they came up to me, like a whole group of the guys that were in that acapella group. They were like, oh my God, were you the one that had the hot knife solo? We have talked about that since we saw it. It was so good. It oh was my God. We were like addicted to listening to it. And I was like, oh my God, thank you. It was the best compliment I could have received because I cared so much about being a singer. Yeah. And it was just really nice. It felt that like a magical crazy. moment. Yeah. That is actually crazy. Yeah. Yeah, even as you were telling your stories, I can't think of anything specific like Damn. that. I was reflecting on both of those things, and that's how I came up with the question. That is so cool. Yeah, I wish. No, I don't have anything. Yeah, whenever I feel kind of gross, I think about the girl who complimented me while I had an eye worm. <laughs> Stop <laughs> I'm like, maybe I'm just, like, beautiful. <laughs> You're like, I'm so attractive. That I can crazy. overcome an eye worm. Oh my god, that's yeah. so funny. Okay, well that was my last question for you. Um, should I ask another one? Do you have one? Yeah, go for it. Uh, what was your high school crush like? Ooh. Huh. Do you want to talk about yours? Sure. Okay, go ahead. Um, I had two main ones. Uh huh. I don't really want to shout out their names. Okay, that's fine. You don't have to say so, their names. So. Guy number one and guy number two. You can give them fake names. Um, can I name them? Sure. Gordon. Gordon. And Ramsey. <laughs> Ramsey. Okay. Gordon and Ramsey. Um, uh, Gordon was like, I literally remember. I'm not kidding. I don't remember, but I remember the first time I saw Gordon because we had homeroom. <laughs> we had home homeroom together. Yeah. Um, sixth grade. Mm -hmm. And I remember I walked in, and that was the first time I was like. Oh my god! <laughs> you got shell shocked. Buzz cut and all. I was like, oh, my, oh god. my god! And then throughout all of like middle school, I was just obsessed with Gordon. But he was kind of like he was kind. Of, he was the most po popular boy in school, mm. but not in like a cocky way. Like he was mm. pretty shy, mm -hmm. soft spoken, mm -hmm. and just like nice, mm -hmm. and like never dated anyone, and just kind of like hung around. Mm -hmm. And I was telling uh, you guys about this a couple nights at dinner. Like our friends went to dinner, and we were talking about stuff like this, and. Um, eighth grade trip. He like made my eighth grade trip because for oh, some reason, this guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. He he just like for some reason stole my phone, <laughs> put his number in, and then he we were like texting through the trip. He walked with me everywhere we went. He would like not hang out with the guys, hang out with me. It was perfect. Gordon like made my trip, and he was just like a nice, sweet guy. Even still, <laughs> I think he probably is. So um, nice. And then the other one, Ramsey. Uh huh. He was the opposite. <laughs> he was an absolute psychopath. He was so loud oh, and annoying. Clown. Oh, he was so annoying. He would literally, like, we always, 
I remember seventh grade year, we had every single class together. Uh-huh. So me and him would go to class to class to class together. Yeah. And we'd always, I either sat in front of him or beside him. That's just like how the seating chart always worked out because of our last names. Mm-hmm. So, and he would behind me, he'd like pull my hair. Oh, he'd like poke it's like a movie. Yeah, like poke at my shirt, all the things. I didn't know a thing. Looking uh-huh. back, I'm like... Katie, like, come on, sister. Yeah. But looking back, I was like, he thinks I'm so ugly and stupid. (laughs) He doesn't like me at all. Yeah. He was popular too, but he wasn't like the most popular. Yeah. Um, Well, you were also popular. Well, but (laughs) not as much as the other popular girls. Yeah. (laughs) You know what it means. Uh, But he literally, like, he was so, yeah. Ramsey was loud, annoying, stupid, whatever. Mm -hmm. And would ask me every single day to be his girlfriend. But every single day, I knew that he was just joking. You never want to, <laughs> you, you don't want to fall into the trap. I couldn't, I was like, if I say yes, I'll be your girlfriend, he would have been like, gotcha. And like, I couldn't have that be what happened. <laughs> I couldn't bear the thought of it being a prank. I know. So I never, I never said yes. Uh, but the two of them were the most like influential looking back. I'm like, dang, I was like. I was full on crushing on both of them. Damn. Yeah, but you know what's also weird? Mm. Which this is all kind of tracking. Similar to the guys that I like now, because I feel like I, I lean towards both of those, mm-hmm. either like kind of shy, reserved, just nice, quiet, mm-hmm. and then just like loud, annoying. Yes, those are like your two center of attention. Types. Those are my two types. Mm-hmm. Um, but both of them never, um, not me insinuating that they're gay, because I don't think they are, but mm-hmm. both of them never dated. Mm. Ever. So like, they like all the other boys or whoever would always be dating different girls. They both were always single until yeah. like one year they both got really serious girlfriends hmm. and they like dated her for years. So I'm Damn, like, they settled down. Exactly. I'm like, I feel like they both were like not going to just date to date. They like both had their eyes set. So I'm like, that's cool. Yeah. You, you picked some good ones. You know what like. I mean? Yeah, for sure. That's fun. Huh. What about you? God, I feel like I barely remember my, um, high school crushes because I was always into guys. Like, I was already identifying as bisexual because I just felt like there was something going on. (laughs) (laughs) I had, like, an inkling. But I was never actually into any girl in high school. I wasn't until college. Mm. But I feel like it was just dudes that came and went, you know? Yeah. It was, like, whoever vaguely in my circle was the right intersection of, like, nice to me to attractive to funny yeah it, that was the venn diagram of three circles and yeah. if you were in the middle i was like i guess it's yeah. you this this year you don't really have one that was like consistent no Ooh. i don't think so i feel like maybe someone from high school is gonna listen to this and remind me and i'm gonna be like oh yeah my bad i feel yeah. like my personality just like clings on to one so one person i definitely had that in college like, i'll never give up my freshman year college crush oh bad yeah. It was intense. Oh. Same as Ryan. Okay. I don't remember his last name. But oh, no. I, like, made Ryan, like, my passcode on my phone. Mm-hmm. Um, he was so cool. He played bass in, like, the cool, <laughs> like, band, um, like, garage band kind of thing at our college. And he was a barista at the student-run coffee house. And he was always pretty nice to me. Pretty um, nice. Pretty, well, we just didn't know each other oh, okay. very well. Um he was always nice to me. We kind of bonded over music a little bit, which is how you know. Um, he, I was just obsessed with that dude. He was just like the paragon of cute boy. Yeah. Of cute kind of like indie alternative college coffee house academic bass playing boy. Yeah. Perfect. I love it. Yeah. And then, I, but like that's how I know I'm gay. Because I was like, this is never going to be a thing. Mm. I never once imagined that he would ask me out in any way. Interesting. Yeah. It was just like, it was kind of like biasing a K-pop idol. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. That's Mm. how I interact with men in the world. Yeah. Mm. You do. That's true. (laughs) I'm fine with it. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, oh, our timing as usual is perfect. Let's move to our topic, which is a broad topic. We asked for some questions. Yeah, we did. And you guys sent some. Thank you. Thank you. Um, should you and I just like ping pong off of them until we're at time? Yeah, let's do it. Did you have a good one you wanted to start with or do you want me to go? Uh, you go first. I'm pulling it up. Okay. I got one from my friend Abby. Hi, Abby. We were Hi, Abby. in school. Um, we were on the same cheerleading team. Love what? you, Abby. She asked, what would your perfect day in LA be? If Ooh. money, time, and traffic were not an issue. Okay. 
This is a great question. Yeah. This is a really good question. Yeah. I haven't prepped too much for it. Okay. I'm going to just go for it. Yeah. I am just going to absolutely go for it. Okay. So, um, sleeping in. Not too late, but I'm just not going to set an alarm. Yeah. I'm going to wake up. Mm -hmm. All of my friends are going to have slept in my home. (laughs) So, I'm going to wake up and there's going to be like a room full of like 20 people in my house. Yeah. And then we're going to go to, oh, where are we going to go? Where are we going to go? Where are we going to go? We're going to go to um, Alfred's. Yeah. And we're going to grab a coffee. Absolutely. As you have to. Of course. We're going to go to Alfred's and we're going to grab a coffee. And then we're going to go down to um, K-Town and we're going to bop around all the K-pop stores, mm-hmm. as you do. Yeah. And then we're going to go to the barn mm-hmm. and have some lunch. Well, yeah, it's a restaurant that we like in K-Town. Restaurant we like in K-Town. And then we're going to go to Malibu. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we're going to drive around Malibu and then, for some reason... Um, everyone enjoys playing volleyball, so we're gonna play volleyball on the beach. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna evenly split teams, and we're gonna have a crazy round of volleyball <laughs> on the beach. And then we're gonna come back home, and everyone's gonna cry because we're so tired. Everyone's gonna shower. We're gonna get ready, uh-huh. and then um, KCON is that night. <laughs> so we're gonna go see KCON, but for some reason KCON is happening at the Greek Theater. Oh. Perfect. Yeah. So we're gonna go to KCON at the Greek at Theater. The Greek theater. <laughs> um, and then after um, KCON, we're gonna go um, eat. Uh-huh. <laughs> For some reason, we're not tired. Yeah, we're not exhausted from the volleyball. We're gonna go the concert. <laughs> we're gonna go uh, to K Barbecue. Yeah. And then we're gonna do karaoke afterwards. And we're not gonna go to sleep until like 5 a.m. Wow. It's gonna be amazing. What a day. Yeah. I like it. That's the general thing of things of all that I like. Yeah. That's so funny because when I was thinking of mine, I was like, I kind of do this all the time. <laughs> Yours are so. We're just in creating a fantasy realm. I love it. Yeah. Okay. If someone asks me what's your ideal, I'm like, let's go. Yeah. That inspires me to be a little more out of the box. Okay. With mine. Okay, here's how it starts. It's a Sunday. Ooh. So we're waking up at 7 in the morning, probably earlier, like 6, and fully getting ready and then going to the farmer's market. I knew you were going to say the farmer's market. We are going to the freaking farmer's market, but here's something crazy. We're going to go to the Hollywood farmer's market, which I never get to go to. I always go to the Studio City one because it's closer to me. And because this is my ideal world, both Alfred and Yeasty Boy's bagel truck are at the farmer's market yeah, in Hollywood let's go. because they are at the one in Studio City. So I'm picking up my Alfred, I'm picking up my bagel, and I'm strolling that freaking farmer's market. Get whatever I need to. Put it in the car. Within walking distance is Amoeba Music. We're going to go to Amoeba Music. We're going to buy some little albums. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Great. Put it all in the car. Get in the car. Mm-hmm. Well, traffic's not an option, so let's say we then teleport. Okay. Um, ooh, then what are we doing next? Oh, I know where we're going. We are going to the beach and we're going to go on a whale watching <laughs> boat. Okay. And we're going to go see some dolphins and probably some whales. Okay. Definitely some whales because it's the perfect day. Okay. Um, come back. We're going to eat some fried clams and other seafoods. Okay. At the beach. Love it. And then we're not tired at all. Uh Uh-huh. Or dirty. We don't have to shower. No. So then we're coming back. We're going to pre-game at Dansung Sa, my Mm -hmm. favorite Korean bar. Everyone's favorite Korean bar. Drink a lot of soju. Eat a lot of little skewers. Then we are going to go see a concert at the Fonda Theater in Hollywood. (laughs) Not far. Who is it? Tegan and Sarah. Okay. (laughs) That's your ideal world? (laughs) Actually, I'm going to flip this. I'm also going to go to K-Barbecue. I'm going to go to Quarters. Okay. Um, it's going to cost $0. Yeah. And <laughs> it's on the house because we're just so sexy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the person from uh, Racing Games is there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're really pretty. Um, and also, there's no wait for some reason. No. It's normally three hours, but they saw us and they said, we have a table for all 16 of you right now. Yeah. Um, and then we go to the Fonda. Where we watch Tegan and Sarah. <laughs> Stop saying Tegan and Sarah. You asked me. Okay. Um, okay, Paramore. We're seeing Paramore at the yeah. Honda. And then 
After we get done with Paramore at the Fonda, we're going to go to Nansung Sa. And that's when we're going to have our little skewers from yeah. post-show. Um, calories burned off. we got to replenish and have some more alcohol. And then we're going to go to karaoke, just like you said. Yeah. Yeah. And then everyone's going to get home safely. Safely. And no <laughs> one's going to be sick. No one's going to be sick. No one's going to be exhausted. And Ubers are not going to be surge priced. Nope. And that's the thing. That sounds like a beautiful day. Yeah, it sounds fun, right? Great day in LA. Yeah. Also, in my perfect world, going back to the last podcast, mm-hmm. if you didn't listen, you're not going to know what I'm talking about. Uh, at Alfred's, we saw Luke Hemmings. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Alfred is like a celebrity hotspot. <laughs> Did I tell you what I saw at Sweet Butter? Yes, but who was it? I saw another person. Who? Uh, Lily Reinhardt. You saw Lily Reinhardt at Sweet Butter? Uh-huh. She's so pretty. I know. I passed her and we made eye contact for too long and I was like, well, sorry. Ooh, I was like, sorry. Probably used to that, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I saw Jacob Elordi at Sweet Butter. I know. And I saw Ashley Benson as God. well. What is that about? Crazy. All right. Well, I enjoyed that. I also forgot to put the spa in my perfect day, but it is in there. Oh, yeah, your spa. Yeah, I'd even swap it out for whale watching. Okay, um, questions. Yes. Ooh, this one is, um, a little bit different. Okay. I can't wait to hear your take on it. Okay. Um, somebody said via Instagram, when do you think it's time to move on from something? How do you decide if it's not good for you anymore? Oh, Wow. Apparently people think that you and I just have the answers. The answer is, yeah, mine were not for advice. And I was like, good. <laughs> mine, a lot of mine were like that. I feel like that's the impression that you give. Like, <laughs> that you do. That's not an insult. Just, no, I'm not insulting. I'm just shocked by that. I feel just, like I'm ditzy Katie that no one thinks knows anything. <laughs> no, I think they're like, Katie's got it. Katie knows. Oh. Yeah. Um, I've definitely been in this situation multiple times. <laughs> You're like, I've never moved on. <laughs> That's kind of what it is. I've never moved on. I'm not very good at it. I think that, um, try to find the right way to put it. But if you're scared to leave something behind because you don't know if you'll be able to get it back and you want to leave that door open, that's not a good enough reason. So true. Like, I think you have to truly understand and make peace with the fact that like, if something is hurting you every day, right? it's just time to let it go. 100%. Yeah. I think that, like, the key is knowing, is this unhealthy for me or not? Yeah. Because I think that a lot of times we let things slide for so long mm-hmm. that we don't even realize that, like, it's not okay. Yeah. So, whether it's, like, something you're doing to yourself or whether it's, like, someone, like, a relationship you need to cut off, uh-huh. like... First of all, identifying, like, this is bad for me, and, like, this isn't okay, and I shouldn't be treated this way, Mm -hmm. or whatever it is. Like, it it could be something small, too. Like, it doesn't Mm -hmm. have to be, like, a crazy abusive relationship. Just Mm -hmm. anything that you're like, you know what, this just isn't good for me. No. Um, Realizing that there's there's gonna be other people, and other relationships, and other friendships, and... You don't have to keep the door open for that one because that's not going to be the only one that ever comes. It's true. So you deserve a relationship or a friendship or whatever it is, a hobby that isn't going to make you feel that way. It's true. And I think when you're stuck in it for too long, you forget that it cannot be that way. Totally. Like I constantly get trapped in situations where my overarching mentality is, but I can fix it. You know, like I'm having a bad time every day, but I'm sure that I can fix it. You don't have to be in fix-it mode all the time. You can just have relationships that serve you. And I've especially had trouble with, like, if I've, like, gotten up the courage to, like, vocalize what I need from someone or, like, the ways that, like, I mean, I always try to own up to my behavior when I can, but if there's something I truly believe that, like, they can change and that I deserve more, if you've made your needs known and they don't deliver on that, you got to value yourself more. Just cut them loose. I mean, it's kind of the same with, like, unrequited, like, crushes and stuff. Totally. It's like, if someone else doesn't want to give you that love and appreciation the way that you are expressing to them, then why would you want them anyway? Yeah. You know? Like, they they just don't like you, and you deserve more than that. Yeah, 100%. It's hard to let that stuff go, though. It is. It, it is whenever you're just so, like, attached to something that, mm-hmm. like, you want it to be good for you so bad. Mm-hmm. That you just have to accept, you know what, it's just not. Yeah. And then just moving on. And, like, 
Knowing as well, like, reminding yourself that, like, um, what are, like, all the cheesy sayings of, like, um, the rain only lasts through the night or, like, tomorrow's always a better day or whatever Mm -hmm. it is. Like, Mm -hmm. like, truly, like, it will get better. It will. And, like, right now, it, like, sucks the thought of letting it go. Mm -hmm. But then in a few months, you're not even going to miss it. It's true. It blows my mind. The only way that I'm able to remind myself of that is thinking about all of the, um bad situations that I have been able to let go of. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't think about them at all. Literally. It does not bother me the way that it used to or that I thought it would. Yeah, 100%. And that's a success, I think. The hardest situations for me to let go of, and I think how I'm realizing when it's time to let go of something, is like, if you're only reaching for the way something used to be. So true. And the current situation is no longer that at all. Yeah. You just need to enter the final phase and let it go. That's so huge. Like, being aware whether it be a friendship or a romantic relationship of like what's our actual reality right now right now oh yeah exactly that's so true i have i've dealt with that like in the past with like um friendships obviously Mm -hmm. i haven't had that with a romantic relationship Mm -hmm. but i've had that with like friendships where Mm -hmm. it's like oh but like we're so close or we're so Mm -hmm. this or like it's fine it'll get better and then you think back and you're like wait it actually hasn't been that way in like years Mm -hmm. isn't that crazy that like that's Mm -hmm. how long these patterns can, like, build up that you don't even realize. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, dang. Like, it actually hasn't been healthy for, like, two years. Yeah. And I just keep assuming that it'll get back to that when really that's long gone. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not a reality anymore. Yeah. I think that's the best piece of advice. Assess your actual reality right now. You shouldn't have to work to get something back to where it was. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when to let it go. Slay. You can do it. Yeah. Just uh, break the... uh, What am I trying to say? I'm in my head. I keep thinking, break the ankle. What? <laughs> don't break anyone's ankle. Don't, don't break a single ankle, but just cut the tie. Yeah, you you'll can do be, it. You'll be fine. Okay. Okay. Let's move on. Let's try to like. Uh, how many more do you have? Just one. Oh, okay. So I have like three more. So I know. we might have to rapid fire a little bit. That's yeah, and this is a quick one, and maybe we'll go a little over time, but that's fine. Um, this one is from my friend Will. Hey, Will. We love you, Will. He's really a great guy. Um, what is your relationship with crafting and creation? I hate it. You do? I hate it. I'm terrible. I'm a, I did not think you were going to say that. Oh my God. I'm terrible. I'm like not artsy with my hands at all. Mm-hmm. And I'm not like patient mm-hmm. when it comes to things like that. Like mm-hmm. in general life, I consider myself to be a pretty patient person, mm-hmm. but whenever it comes to like building things, putting things together, whatever, mm-hmm. oh, I just hate it so much. And I'm not good at it. Like I already said. So Same. it's like I sit down and I put all this effort into like crafting together, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then it just doesn't even look good. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. I yeah. hate it. I literally hate it. You know, I did not think you were going to say that, but I feel exactly the same way. Really? Yes. Let's I go. cannot and crafting, but I really want to be good at it. Yeah. My uh, MBTI type tells me that I enjoy doing stuff with my hands. I think that may be true, but I'm not like building furniture. Yeah, I guess that's true. And I like, you know, process driven things, but I'm not creative and I'm not artistically inclined at Mm. all. So like, I like to do stuff with my hands. I'm just not good at it. Like I got one of those punch needle kits, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. I was absolutely devastated by the time I was finished. I was like, that's, it looks bad. I was bad at it, and I hurt myself a couple of times. I think that's another thing, too. Me and you are self-aware enough to know if something is, like, good or bad. It's true. So it's like whenever I make something, and I'm like, that looks awful. Like, it yeah. makes me so mad. You know what's crazy uh-huh. is the hoodie that I made. Well, that's why I thought that you were going to say that you liked it, because it's, the hoodie's so good. It's actually crazy. So during quarantine, me and my friends bought a bunch, like, thrifted a bunch of clothes, and then just, like, painted on them and wrote on them and whatever, mm-hmm. and... Um, that was fun, mm-hmm. but it was like, it was left, it felt left less like crafty. I don't know why. It was mm. just like, that was fun. We were like listening to music, hanging out. It was a DIY. Yeah. Um, and that I enjoyed. And like, I think the hoodie looks okay. Like, I, I think it looks, so, I thought you bought it from a store. Well, that's what I was about to say. People like, I'm not just saying this. So many people mm-hmm. have asked me probably like eight to 10 people have asked me, where did you buy that hoodie? Like, mm-hmm. I want to buy one. And I have to be like, I made it. And not in like a, eh, like I made it, I'm so cool. But me being like, did you actually think I bought this? Because I don't think it looks that good. Yeah, because you saw it being made. Yeah. You Isn't know? that crazy? Yeah. So there's that. But there that's like the only thing I've ever created with my hands that like is decent. You know, I used to love knitting. 
Really? I loved it. That's really surprising. That was like my passion. I had multiple knitting books. I would purchase novels about women that knit because I just what? wanted to engage with more knitting content. That's crazy. I can knit for you right now. That's crazy. I won't. But I could. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Will, for the question. Thanks, I, Will. I feel like it would have been a little bit more idealistic if either of us had been passionate about crafting. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we're not about it. Okay, so Sarah asked... How do you balance being a K-pop stan? With with what? <laughs> I don't know. She just said, how do you balance it? I'm assuming just like genuine, like generally in life, how do you balance it? And mm-hmm. also like how do you balance it maybe to where you're not like it takes over your whole life. Can I share a little anecdote here that you and I were just talking about today? Yeah. I set up a desk in my room so that I could work. But in the background of my Zoom calls, you can see like my poster gallery wall on the wall and I've always been a little self-conscious about that. Like, yeah. I just feel bad when people, like, see it. And then on a call the other day, after I had finally gotten over it, this woman I had the call with was like, oh, are you, like, at home in Cincinnati where I'm from? And I was like, no, just at my desk. And she goes, oh, your room just looks so youthful. <laughs> I was like, well, damn. Yeah, that's brutal. <laughs> yeah, so I do have trouble Balancing like being a K-pop stan in terms of like my, I hate to put it like this, but like quote unquote public persona, you know what I mean? Like I feel like I'm balancing my professional aura with like, I consider that to be the fake me and like the K-pop stan me to be like the real me. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. How do you balance it? Um, I think that, I don't know. I don't want this to sound like... I don't want this to come off in a negative way that I'm not intending it to. Mm. So, like, help me if it does sound negative. But, like, I just think that, like, it's important for us to all like a lot of stuff. Like, not necessarily, like, a lot, but it's, like, if the only thing you like is Mm K-pop, then it's, like, it's going to be, like, a steep hill steep Mm. cliff that you're going to fall off of and it's Mm. like you're going to look and that's going to be like your whole life and Mm -hmm. it's going to be unhealthy and that's not just with k-pop but anything like any hobby like if that's your sole thing that all you do Mm -hmm. is spend your time on that one thing like it could be sports it Mm -hmm. could be like tv it could be crafts like Mm -hmm. it could be exercising like Mm -hmm. if all you do is spend time on that one thing Mm -hmm. It's going to be, like, obsessive and weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> You're getting close. You know what I mean? Yeah, though? Yeah. Like, a little... Like, yeah. it could just be unhealthy. So, yeah. I would say, just, like, allow yourself to like a lot of stuff. I would echo that because diversifying your life will just make it more exciting. Like, yeah. you need to shake up, like, the types of people that you're interacting with. Totally. In life. Because they have completely different perspectives, you know? Yeah. Um, so balancing in that sense I feel like those who are really into like fandom culture all have that tendency to be kind of like obsessive and I'm sure at times we've all felt that like k-pop is the only thing that we're into but I think like zoom out a little and realize what else you like that makes up who you are as a person yeah like I thought I was a k-pop stan who just on the side liked cooking but I've recently realized that I really like cooking I would actually consider it a facet of my identity yeah. and personality yeah you know what I mean among other things yeah so it's helpful to do that for yourself because I think I also don't feel good identifying myself with one thing it feels yeah. like I don't have dimension yeah so yeah I think it also just like helps you grow as a person and like it just puts you out of your like this little box that you try to put yourself in exactly you're not in any box yeah um And I think also, like, whenever I say, like, just push yourself to like other things, Mm -hmm. I'm not saying, like, dim down how much you like K-pop because Mm -hmm. I am the most obsessive Mm -hmm. K-pop girly of them all. Like, Mm -hmm. I literally toured for the boys. I just toured for NCT. Mm -hmm. Like, catch me on K-pop Twitter. Catch Mm -hmm. me in a K-pop group chat. Like, I am so there, like, Mm -hmm. 100% and could probably balance it out more myself. Mm -hmm. But it's just, like... If I'm going that hard already, mm-hmm. and then I just genuinely wasn't ever doing anything else, it's like, mm-hmm. I fear for my mental state in like a negative way. Yes. You know? Love is the most plentiful thing in the universe. You have more to give. You can like more things. There's so many things that you probably would like. You're not you... using it all up on K-pop. Yeah. You're not even trying. No. So. Get out there. Get out there in the world and just see what else there is to like. I feel like we're kind of roasting right now. In terms of how I balance K-pop with just like the rest of my life time-wise, 
Um, I got to make money. No choice. Yeah. Yeah. Sadly. Mm-hmm. Most of the time to fuel the K-pop addiction. Exactly. Yeah. And that's that. I think another thing with balance as well is just like, uh, like making sure that K-pop doesn't like overtake other things that just are more important. Mm-hmm. Like real life people, mm-hmm. family, mm-hmm. paying your bills, mm-hmm. just things like that, which we've talked about in the past. Yeah. Just check yourself. Never pick K-pop over your friends or family. Just don't do it. That's which a good baseline to which set Which sounds yourself. like a really like basic thing, but it's like not, it's just not. It's not though. <laughs> Sadly. Yeah. Just set that standard for yourself. Just do it. You've mm-hmm. got it. Okay. Um, what is one of the hardest things about moving to a new state? Oh. Hmm. I think that starting to find things that you will make your own. And not getting too stuck in one routine. Those are kind of like two things that go together. But when I first moved to LA, I was like, I love this one restaurant and this one coffee shop. And those are the things that I'm going to do all the time. And that can make a place feel really small when it's not. Yeah. Like you got to put yourself out there constantly. Yeah. And just try different things. Totally. Like I've lived here for so many years. I mean, not that many, but it feels like a long time, almost four years. And I'm finding my new favorite coffee shops, like, I don't know, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. There's just so much, and you just have to really push yourself to try it all. Um, so that was hard for me. Yeah. Like, feeling like I had kind of the city under my thumb in terms of understanding it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say the hardest part, which is also one of the coolest parts mm-hmm. about moving to a new place, mm-hmm. but it also is hard just because it, like, feels so heavy is like you are literally completely starting over mm-hmm. in terms of like completely introducing who you are to people. Yeah. So you're moving to this new city where no one knows you, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. But like in that moment, you're getting to choose like, okay, who do I want to be here? Yeah. But then you have to present that to people. So mm-hmm. like people don't know that you're like, confident people don't know that you're funny people don't know that you're sarcastic people don't know that your family upbringing was hard people don't know that you really like the beach like literally everything about you no one knows so it's just it just takes that time to build that up with people and it's like that intimacy with people like those relationships it just takes a while to build and it's just hard. I would say that is the hardest part. Like even if you're making friendships that you like and enjoy, like I personally really thrive on like intimate closeness and feeling like people know a lot about me and I know a lot about that person and that that only comes from time. Yeah. Yeah. It literally only does. Like it doesn't matter how much you technically learn about someone within the first like couple of hangs. Mm -hmm. It's like only time is going to make you feel like, oh, these are my people. Mm -hmm. And for a while, you're just not going to feel that way. That's hard. And it's like, it's brutal. It's hard. It's really freaking hard. It's so yeah. worth it. And like, please do it. Mm-hmm. Because like I said, it's so, it's like so incredible to think that like, if the version of yourself that you're leaving behind, you didn't particularly like, mm-hmm. you can change and present a new version of yourself. Mm-hmm. But it's also just hard. <laughs> it sure is. I agree. That is the hardest part. But. But it can only go up. You sure. make so many incredible relationships that way. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. It's so crazy. Like, I think about that sometimes. Like, I have a couple of really close friends still that I, like, grew up with. Particularly one of them, him and I, like, uh, grew up together, like I said. And we, like, are still really, really close. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's so crazy now having, like, lived outside of Tennessee for so long. Mm-hmm. Or just living away from, like, hometown for so long. I'm like, mm-hmm. he's, like one of the only people outside of my family in my life, probably for the rest of my life, that knows, like, high school Katie. That knows, like, truly everything about me. And, like, truly knows how I used to act, Mm -hmm. how I used to joke, Mm -hmm. every time I dyed my hair. like The phases I went through, like... Mm -hmm. It's crazy and like there's it's it's really special having at least one person yeah. that like dang they really do know me mm-hmm. you know yeah so but it's also cool being like dang we've only known each other for like a year and we can still be really really close friends it's yeah crazy. exactly and time goes way faster than you think it really does like soon it'll be I mean you and I have been friends for like two years now that's so crazy yeah 
Slay. Bright sides. We're right. good at finding them. Okay. Uh, where are we at on time? We're closing in on the end. Do you okay. One more question. One more question. Or we can rapid fire a few. What Let's just do one more. Okay. And we'll try to make it semi fast. What okay. was your favorite part of the boys' tour? Wow. What a good question. I didn't see that <laughs> one coming. Do you know yours? No. Kika and I toured for the boys. We went to um, LA, Chicago, Newark, and Atlanta. It was yeah. me, Kika, and a few other of our friends, and it was one of the best weeks ever. Yeah, that's true. It was so fun. Yes, and incredibly challenging. And it's almost a year ago now. Yeah. So, a year yeah. coming up, what was your favorite part? God. <laughs> it's so hard to pick one because there were so many just incredible parts. I know. Well, obviously all the moments spent with friends were, like, collectively the best part. Right. Uh, you know, I spent so much time just, like, staring at my bias, Hyunjae, and trying to get an interaction. <laughs> trying to get him to acknowledge me in some way that like I didn't like look at any of the other members yeah but the moments that I had with other members were so just like caught me off guard and were so just like sweet that those are my favorite ones like Q giving me the hand heart or like when he um noticed like my themed outfit it was just like so yes. sweet or like half young being like what did you say and just me and Rayleigh being humiliated because yeah. we did not know what they were talking about or like Julian and I had a moment where we did like the nowhere hand yeah. together and it was like the one moment where you can be like oh we just shared something yeah that I didn't beg for you yeah. know it's not out of pity like that was actually a moment that we shared yeah and I enjoyed that I love that it's your favorite part okay so I have I'm gonna say two different ones I don't know if these are actually my favorite, but they're two of like two moments I will just like cherish. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them is whenever we were in Chicago, which was the first city we had went to after LA. Mm-hmm. Um, so it felt like the first time. Okay, we're really on tour now. Like we're yeah. out. We're in a hotel room. Like mm-hmm. whatever. And it was the day of the show, and um, me and a cup. Me, Kika, Bree, Rayleigh, Lily. Mm-hmm. That was all of us, right? Um, the day of the show, we woke up looked just put on sweatpants and we went to the mall i was gonna say that one as my favorite that was so fun really didn't go to the mall just oh up. yeah really slept because she was like dying but yeah. it was just like we none of us like we literally all had sweatpants on tank tops and we just went to the mall and walked around and the mall was like right next to the venue yeah and we just, we just shopping. like we just had a fun time I like know. not even for really any fun. particular reason we were just together we were all so just happy to be there i left my phone there. you left your phone but you didn't even care I didn't <laughs> we even found know. your phone yes that was fun and it was just like so much fun we didn't i don't even people might have bought stuff oh you did buy a lot of stuff i, buy, I bought a lot of stuff <laughs> i have not kept any of it it's actually all in my closet waiting for me to give to katie that's yeah. what i was gonna do after <laughs> oh this recording gosh. Um, um, yeah, no, it was just so fun because we were truly, like you said, we were in the thick of tour. I had taken so much time off work. So I was like, I don't care about anything. This yes. is so fun. I'm just with my friends. We were truly like nothing else matters except hanging out with us, the girls and the boys. Yeah. <laughs> like nothing. Oh, that was like one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, not for anything specific, just us being together and doing yeah, something I fun. Agree. That was also one of my and favorites. then my, uh, one of my favorite moments. Was also in Chicago. Maybe Chicago was just the best night of my life. Yeah. Um, because that was the only show that me, you, Lily, and Rayleigh all sat together. Mm, yeah. So we were all sitting together, and Lily reminded me of this, and I like lost it. Um, it was whenever we were like third row, and Jacob was talking about how he had came to Chicago for a Christian conference. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and oh, yeah. for the, the listeners, I um, pastor a house church with my church, uh, mm-hmm. my local. Mm-hmm. So as soon as he brings up, yeah, like I came here once for a Christian concert. Or Christian, like a church event. A church something, he said. Yeah. Um, for some reason, Kika, Rayleigh, and Lily we exploded. start screaming and pointing <laughs> at me. And they're like, she's a pastor! <laughs> she's a pastor! Which, thank God, none of the boys like acknowledged us. Because no. if, if Jacob would have been like, what? And you would have been like, she's a pastor. He would have been like, okay. <laughs> like, I feel like pastor is a different level. It's different than pointing this girl and being like, she's a Christian. <laughs> No, literally. If you would have said that, Jacob would have been like, okay, cool, like, whatever. Like, he would have respected you. He, like, bows to me. (laughs) But, no, it was just, because, like, that was one of my favorite moments from that night, because it was just, like, 
what are we doing? (laughs) Literally, what are we doing? What are we doing? Yeah, it was was so funny. A lot of good memories. I'm glad that this question came up because I feel like I don't think about any of those individual moments, but they were all so good. Yeah, we truly, it was just fun. Worth the money, I like to think. I don't care it was. Yeah. It really was. We had so much fun. Yeah. Okay. Wrapping up. Thank yeah. you for listening. Yeah. Um, we will always answer your questions. This is just one specific episode. So if you have anything you want us to talk about or whatever, yeah. let us know. We're around. We record every week. Yeah, exactly. We are on Instagram at Katie Jukes. And Kika Chatter G. And we also have a Instagram for the podcast. Yes, yeah, so it is O-T-A-B pod. O-T-A-B pod. It doesn't stand for one thing about us, and I'm sorry. <laughs> we tried. <laughs> yeah. Not really. Yeah. I thought it did. I was wrong, though. Uh, it's fine. Um, and you can listen to us on Spotify Podcasts, on Anchor, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. Please give us a five-star review. Do it. Do it. it makes do it. a difference. Do it. It does. It really does. Yeah. It does. <laughs> <laughs> love you. Bye. Bye. You didn't say you love them. I love you. <laughs> Bye.